God. May the Lord continue to open your eyes and give you understanding of his word. Praise God. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what the hope of your calling is. This is day two uh, of the fast. Amen. Last night we talked about the process sanctification. Amen. Uh, this is very important because all of us that have been born again, there is an overcomer in you. Amen. There is, e there is part of eternity. The seed of the Father is in us. Amen. We are overcomers. Why? Because Christ overcame. But what we have to do is learn through the word of God how to work intelligently with God to manifest the reality of who we are. It's got, we got to make it applicable. It can't just be a praise. It can't just be a dance. It has to be, it has to translate over into a lifestyle that the uh, sons of God, amen, us, will be manifested. Amen. The world is waiting on us to manifest. Hallelujah. Amen. So that God can be glorified. Amen. So fasting in prayer uh, brings us back to the reality of our original intent. Fasting in prayer, it, amen, it eases us back from where we have drifted from so that we can manifest our original intent in God and work and walk in a high level of purpose. Amen. Walk in a high level of purpose. Fasting in prayer is part of our maintenance package. Glory to God. Amen. As well as it is a tool for which, amen, uh, things that are in our life that have, we've struggled with, to, uh, some habits, some bad habits die hard. Amen. Fasting and prayer helps us to overcome those habits. Glory to God. Just real quick by way of review, and then we'll read the scripture that we have tonight. Uh, I've talked a lot about the world, and it particularly in John, in chapter 5, Amen. One through five, amen. We establish the fact that, amen, Jesus has overcome the world. Amen. And so I want to back up a little bit and bring clarity to what is meaning when we say the world so we can specify and that we'll be in this, amen, the same mind. In 1 John chapter 2, 1 John chapter 2, and in verse 16, 1 John 2 and 16, he says, for all that is in the world, not the physical part world, but in that system which the, amen, the prince of the power of the air, the devil, is in charge of. That's what we mean when we say world. It is this system of government, amen, that the enemy has set up. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Amen. This is all that is in the world system. Amen. In the New Living Translation, it says, for the world offers only cravings of the physical pleasure, a craving for everything uh, we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. That's what it means, amen, the pride of life. Pride in our achievements and our possessions, amen, that are not from the Father, but of this world. There are some things that we acquire, uh, our homes, our cars, our degrees, our whatever we call personal achievements, amen, those things uh, can become stumbling blocks, amen, pride of our achievement, anything attached to pride, you know God, amen, resist the proud, amen, resist the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. 
so the world system that Christ has overcome and that he tells us, be a good cheer, I've overcome the world. Every part of the lust of the eye, the, amen, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life or the pride in our achievements and possessions, amen, Jesus has overcome. Amen, he is our forerunner, he's proton, he is first. So that seed is in us. We've, if if that you've been have been born again, Amen. As a result, there's there is in you already, glory to God, Amen. Uh, the power to overcome. It is our mind and it is our heart that God is working on to bring us in alignment with the Spirit that's in us. It's a Amen, and it is a process. It's a process. Amen. We're fasting in prayer and declaring the names of God because then when we understand the name of God, we understand the character, the attribute of the one we are in covenant with. We understand the character and the attributes of the one that we're in covenant with and thereby we walk in another sense of boldness, another sense of boldness because we know the one in whom we have believed. We know the one in whom we have believed, amen. So we enter into a process. As soon as I am born again of the spirit, not of the flesh, but born again of the seed of God, the process of sanctification begins, amen. Now we're in the world, as Christ was saying, John 17 on last night, but we're not of the world. We're in it, but we're not of it, which means our substance don't come from the world. We are tree with the roots growing upward. We'll treat with the roots growing upward and all of our source, all of our resource, amen, comes from above. The disciples in John 4 was confused, amen, and amen, said Jesus, somebody must have given him something to eat, amen. Uh, they kind of egg him to eat. And he says, I have meat you don't know nothing about. My meat is to do the will of the Father. Glory to God. So this fasting and this prayer, amen, it realigns us with the plan of God for us. It brings into a mental uh, and a spiritual reality of who we are and whose we are. Amen. Be of good cheer, Christ said. I've overcome the world. Praise God for all the world offerings is the cravings or the lust of the flesh. Amen. Physical pleasures, cravings for everything we see and the pride of our achievements in the possession or the pride of life. He's overcome all, already. Glory to God. We don't have to come up with nothing. He already has a plan. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Amen. So when we meditate on the names of God during consecration, amen, it serves to remind us how uh, special and honorable it is to be in covenant with the creator of the universe. Amen. It serves to be glory to God. Amen, uh, a reminder of how special, how honorable it is to be, amen, in covenant with the creator of the universe. Amen. In 1 Peter 2 and 9 through 12, chapter 2, verse 9 through 12, it says, but you are a chosen generation, amen, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who once were not a people, but now 
but are now the people of God who have who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Amen. Verse 11 says, Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against your soul, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as an evildoer, they may, amen, they may, by your good conduct which you have observed, glorify God in the day of visitation. Hallelujah. Amen. You are, we are a chosen generation. He calls us royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. Glory to God. When I fast and pray, the reality of my identity start blazing in me, comes alive. Amen. It, 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 it sets itself on fire. And then, amen, it consumes me. David would say the zeal of the house of God has consumed me. Thank you, Father. So when I meditate on Jehovah, amen, I discover, praise God, I'm holy like as he's holy, separate, set apart, hallowed is his name. Thank you, Father. And that DNA is in me. So I'm called to be as he is. Glory to his name. Amen. I rejoice greatly at the fact that we are in covenant with the creator of the universe. Thank you, Father. Amen. I want to read Isaiah 57, verse 14 through 17 in the New International Version. And then we're going to read Psalm 20 in its entirety. This will be our springboard tonight. Amen. And we'll just follow right Amen. as the Holy Spirit leads. Praise God. Amen. There's something about his name. Amen. What's in a name? When we understand name and he has given us, we... We operate, beloved, in what I call progressive revelation. The more we learn of his name, of his character, as we read, amen, we build and we progress in the revelation of how powerful he is. He has to break off parts of himself, amen, amen, give it to us in manageable portions, amen. Those portions are in his name. Thank you, Father. He tells us his name, that I am what I'm named. You know, we name things anything. We know my children anything. But in the word of God, when there's a name, it means something. <laughs> Glory to God. Isaiah 57 and 14 in the New International Version says, uh, and it will be said, build, build up, build up, prepare the road, remove the obstacles out of, amen, the way of my people. Hallelujah. For this is what the high and exalted one says. He who lives, amen, forever, whose name is holy. I live, glory to God, in a, in a high and holy place, but also with the ones who, have, who is contrite and low in spirit. Amen. I inhabit the high place, glory to God, but also, amen, to, I inhabit and make my dwelling with those who are contrite and lowly of spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly Amen. And to revive the heart of the contrite. Thank you, Father. I will not accuse them forever, nor will I always be angry. Thank you, Lord. For then they would faint away because of me, the very people I have created. Glory. Verse 17 says, I was enraged by their sinful deeds. I punished them. I hid my face to them, yet they kept on 
amen, in their, in, in their, willful, in their willful ways. Let's read this in the New King James Version, amen, see if it sounds familiar. Amen. And verse 15 says, Thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with them, with him who has a contrite and an humble spirit. Fasting in prayer brings us, amen, to the humble spirit. Hallelujah. Fasting in prayer, that contrite, that brokenness. Glory to God. David said, I have humbled myself before the Lord with fasting. When we do that, glory to God, we make a place for the Holy One that who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, whose isness is holy. Glory to God. Amen. We make a place for him to inhabit, to come. And amen. Because his desire is to be Emmanuel. Amen. God is with us. That's his name. Emmanuel translated, God is with us. Thus says the high and lofty one, as with a capital O, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him who is who has a contrite and a holy spirit. Amen. For this purpose, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. That's what he's saying. Hallelujah. He want to dwell amongst us, but he can't just dwell if we're not humble and have a, amen, a contrite, a broken and a contrite spirit. This he will not despise. Glory to God. Psalm 20, 20th number of Psalm, amen, beginning in verse 1 says, May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of God of the, of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt offerings, Selah. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all of your purpose. Glory to God. Verse 5, we will rejoice in your salvation and in the name of our God, amen, will you, will, we will set up our banners. Amen. May the Lord fulfill your petitions. Now, I know that the Lord saves his anointing. He will answer him by his holy heavens. Amen. With the saving strength of his right hand. Look at verse 7. This is where we're going. Some trust in chariots, some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. Hallelujah. Save, Lord. May the king answer us when we call. Hallelujah. Amen. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord, our God. Praise God. Tonight, I want to deal with this subject, what's in a name? Amen. What's, what's in a name? In Isaiah, the sixth chapter. Glory to God. The angels of the Lord were flying about. Angels that had six wings. Two, they covered their, amen, their face. Two, they covered their body and two, their feet. Amen. The holy chorus in heaven with one word, holy. And what they were declaring was the very intrinsic nature of 
amen, Jehovah, is that he is holy. He's self-existing, amen. He is uh, righteous, and, and all the angels could say was he's holy, amen. And when we are purged of God, and when we, do, we have been uh, partaken of the hot coal, we, we join the chorus, thank you, Father, of the angels, amen, and we cry holy. We cry holy unto the Lord our God. Thank you, Father. Amen. Uh, the name of the Lord is a place of protection in the time of trouble. The name of the Lord is a place of protection in the time of trouble. Proverbs 10, 18 and 10 says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. His name is a strong tower and the righteous run in and are safe. When we study the names of God in the Bible, it's, amen, I want to pause to say this. It's unfortunate that our, some of our translators have translated just about all uh, the original names of God into just either God or Lord. But when you study it from the, amen, uh, and study out his original name, what you're going to find out is that in that context is a name. <laughs> amen. In the, name, in the book of Genesis, amen, chapter 1, verse 1, it said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, amen, but the name is translated Elohim, it's plural, it's plural, it means more than one, hallelujah, what he's saying is everything you see and don't see, visible, invisible, amen, I'm responsible for everything uh, that you see, I'm Elohim, amen, so uh, beloved, when we learn his name, it will elevate your praise. When you learn his name, it will, amen, make your worship explode because we praise him for what he's done, amen, but we worship him for who he is. And when I'm fasting and when I'm praying and I'm declaring his name, amen, in the heavens, when I'm boasting on the Lord God, it stirs something in me. That, amen, that brings me quickly back from where I've drifted from and embrace my original identity. His name is Jehovah. He's ever-loving. He's self-existing, amen. But when he manifests himself, that the other part of Jehovah, amen, that name, amen, it, it changes. Say, for example, he's Jehovah Jireh, amen, which means the Lord will provide. Glory to God in Genesis 22 Amen. The test of Abraham up on Mount Moriah. Amen. He was about to, amen, put his son, glory to God, put Isaac to the to the to the uh to the sword. But God had a ram in the bush, called that place Jehovah Jireh. Amen. Saying that the Lord has provided for us. Hallelujah. That becomes a place of your song. That becomes a place, the declaration, hallelujah, that we declare in the midst of shortage. That becomes a weapon of warfare that we shout in the face of the enemy when he tells us we don't have enough. Amen. Amen. We rejoice, amen, in his face and say, I trust Jehovah Jireh. He will provide. Thank you, Father. Amen. Another name of the Lord is said, he's, amen, he's Jehovah Shammah. Amen. Shalom. He is the Lord of peace. Thank you, Father. He is the Lord, amen, of peace. Gideon built an altar, called that altar, amen, the Lord is our peace. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. In the time of trouble, you look the devil in the face and tell him, amen, amen, Jehovah Shalom will fight my battle. He's a Lord of peace. He's Jehovah, he's El Elyon. He is the most high God. He is El Kina. He's a jealous God. He is El Roha, amen, which means the God who sees. Thank you, Father. He sees all. He's omnipresent, amen, omnipotent. He's uh, all-powerful. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing, amen. He is Jehovah Roha, which means the God is, amen, is my shepherd. He's Jehovah Nisi, which means the Lord is our banner. Thank you, Father. When we, when we study his name while we're fasting, when we declare his name, amen, and meditate it, meditate upon his bread, uh, I mean, his name, amen, in the night season, glory to God, it increases our level of praise and of worship. Hallelujah. When we study his name, it increases our level of praise and of, amen, and our worship. Amen. In Exodus 15, in chapter 15, verse 1 through 8, we studied this on last Sunday, amen, that after the children of Israel was delivered from Egypt and God drowned Pharaoh and his horses in the Red Sea, amen, it says that Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord. Hallelujah. They sang this song to the Lord and said, I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. He is my God. I will praise him. My father's God. I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots, his, amen, his army has cast into the sea. His chosen captives also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom like a rock. Hallelujah. Amen. You are your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Hallelujah. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemies to pieces. In the greatness of your excellence, you have overthrown those who rose against you. Amen. You set forth your wrath and it consumed them like stubble. And with the blast of your nostrils, the waters, glory to God, were gathered together. The flood stood upright like a heap and the depth congealed in the heart of the sea. Glory to God. They sang this song, amen, after they saw their enemies' bodies washing up on the shore. They sang this song after God triumphed gloriously over Pharaoh. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we meditate on what he's already done, it gives us the strength to believe him, amen, for the impossible. When we meditate and we rejoice in his name, when we verbalize his name, something on the inside of us begins to pull us away from the world, away from that system, away from all that glory to God uh, keeps us bound, and there God is glorified. So when we fast and pray and we meditate on the name of God, we call it Mekadesh, glory to God, the Lord who sanctifies, amen. Unconsciously, the process is being pushed forward. Unconsciously, the spirit's desires are overcoming the flesh desires. Unconsciously, amen, the victor is rising up in us. 
the psalmist says, I know the Lord has favored me because my enemies have not triumphed over me. Thank you, Father. Psalm 57 and verse 1 says, Have mercy upon me, my God. Have mercy on me, on me. For in you I take refuge. I take refuge in the shadows of your wings until destruction is past. Thank you, Father. Uh, amen. It's in your wings. Glory to God. I take refuge until, until after these calamities have passed. That's what it says. Thank you, Father. So in that, we find out that God is a hiding place for us. And we sing that. We rejoice in that. We declare that over the enemy. We declare that when we're troubled. We declare that, amen, uh, who he is in our life when things just don't make sense to us. H hallelujah. So, amen, uh, in behind the veil is where my soul is anchored. I'm anchored in the Lord. I'm anchored in him. My ship may rock, but it don't lose its location. Hallelujah. My ship may rock. I may get disturbed at its, at its movement, but I, amen, but when you look me up on the map, my longitude and latitude will be the same because my soul is anchored in the Lord. Hallelujah. He anchors me to his truth. He anchors me in his presence. Glory to God. Amen. Psalm, Psalm 61 says, amen. Uh, hear my cry, O Lord, and tend to my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, <laughs> when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Amen. For you have been a shelter for me a strong tower from my enemies. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wing. Hallelujah. For you, O Lord, have heard my vows and have given me the heritage of those that fear your name. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. So, so, so beloved, as we press forward and as we are emphasizing sanctification, we're emphasizing the name Amen. Jehovah Mekadesh. Amen. The one who sanctifies. As he is, so he does. He is hallowed and separated. He's the Holy One that inhabits eternity. There is none like him, none to compare to him, none that you can put side by side. Who can we compare to our God? Amen. We are in covenant agreement with the creator of the universe. Glory to God. Amen. In him we'll take refuge. In him we will rejoice. And as you're studying his name, as you're declaring his name, all of a sudden we find ourselves walking in that same name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And when God wanted mankind to be redeemed, amen, he sent another name. His name was Jesus. Amen. E amen. Uh, our Savior. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And, and, and so as we study and as we go forward and, I, and I'm done, I want you to understand and know that when you rejoice in his name, hallelujah, uh, that it builds up in you. It stirs in you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Also this, and amen, then we, we, we'll, we'll take up on this tomorrow. His name, amen, is the source of strength for all warfare. His name is the source of strength for all warfare. Hallelujah. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 13 through 15, this is what it says. Amen. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel, and I say to them, Amen, the God of your fathers 
has sent me to you, they will say to me, what is his name? <laughs> Glory to God. What shall I say to them when they ask me, what is your name? And then God, amen, said to Moses, I am who I am. I am. You tell him, thus is he said, amen, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Hallelujah. Go tell Pharaoh, I am sent you. Don't go on your name to the people or to Pharaoh. Hallelujah. Tell him, I am has sent you. Amen. That name, I, I am, is Jah, J-A-H, which is a shortened form of Jehovah. It's a shortened form of Jehovah. You tell him, I am, not a was. Amen. You don't have to carry me. You don't have to feed me. You don't have to bring me no wine, no oranges, no apples. Amen. You don't have to put me on no cart. Amen. What can you build for me to uh, inhabit since I'm everywhere at all times and I see and know all? Thank you, Father. Amen. You tell him I am who I am. Glory to God. So his name become the basis for warfare. That's where we get our authority from. That's where we get our strength from. And when we engage with demons, we tell him, amen, in the name of Jesus. And he is seated at the right hand of God, far above principalities, spiritual wickedness, and high places. I come to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. We outrank you. We have more power than you. Glory to God. Amen. And we command all that he is, all that he is instructed, we command you in the name of Jesus. That's where your power comes from. Hallelujah. Not in your screaming, not in the loudness of your voice, not in the waving of your arms or your flailing or your antics. It's just simply, amen, I know whose name, amen, I represent. Amen. This, amen, is my name forever, he says. This is my memorial to all generations. Hallelujah. And the reason why we're going through the names of God as we study, we want, amen, here's what's going to happen. Your praise will increase. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Your praise, you be praising him for what he's done. Your worship will increase because worship, we worship him for who he is. Amen. Who he is is found in his name. Glory to God. His name is Mechadesh. He sanctifies. We're called as he is, so we shall be. Be holy for I am holy. Glory to God. Amen. And, and so his name gives us that level of boldness and confidence in the day of adversity. Under the wings of the Almighty, I will reside until calamities pass. Hallelujah. So I exhort you in the Lord tonight, walk worthy of the vocation for which you have been called with all lowliness and meekness. In the name of Jesus, walk worthy. Amen. Walk worthy. Walk worth the name. <laughs> walk worth the name that you, amen, uh, have been baptized into. Walk Amen, according to his prescribed method in the name of Jesus. So what we're purposing to do in this teaching, and I'm done, is to cause your mind and your heart to line up with the overcomer that's in you. And in that process, we become what he's called us to be. Amen. We become, we walk in greater levels of purpose. We, like, we walk in our levels of destiny, and thereby we feel fulfilled. We don't spend our time meandering around aimlessly as though we are not sons of God, as though we're not children of the Most High, as though we're not in covenant with the creator of the universe. 
Glory to God. So we learn how to work intelligently with God through the word of God so that we can manifest as pilgrims and sojourners. Amen. Our time here, we want to, amen, uh, fulfill it and do the work. And as Christ said in the end, amen, it is done. Hallelujah. It is done. Our work is finished. I'm finished. Glory to God. I've run a good race. I've fought a good fight in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord continue to strengthen you all by the power of his presence. Father, I thank you for the hearer, everyone that is upon the sound of my voice and those that would hear you later. I pray, holy fire of God, that you would rest upon them like they do in the morning, burn off every restraint and obstacle that is on the road, all past limitations, all past obstacles, or will be destroyed under the power of your presence in the name of Jesus. Stir us up tonight to walk in high places and to walk through this fast in this time of consecration with you in mind and with your destiny, amen, in our life. The overcomer is in us and thereby we can overcome because you have overcome Christ. And we bless you, we give you glory, thanks and praise. You alone are worthy in Jesus' name, amen. And-